expose kids to or expose the newer generations to that is not necessarily healthy for their development, but exposing them to things that will help culture them a little bit. Things that will help give them different perspectives to pay attention to. Sidetrack. Hey, everybody that's saying hi in the chat, just want to let you know I seize y'all. Word. I want y'all to feel neglected like we're not paying attention to you. So, hi. Thank you for <laughs> tuning in. Thank you for participating. Feel free to let us know your thoughts as we go through this conversation. Uh, going back to it. So, character, right? Mm-hmm. So, the post that I put up as far as, you know, men. Men not misusing our character and women not confusing our character. That was the word I was looking for. Confuse. There we go. Misinterpret, confuse. That shit, yeah. Misread, misunderstand, miss. It's just, M- just miss is period. M-I-S-S. Not M-I-S and then apostrophe something. M-I-S-S because you didn't miss all this shit. Like you, something was supposed to be one way. Maybe it didn't get delivered to you in a way that was as perfect for them but you completely like mm. you and are you in center field supposed to be fielding balls and somebody hit a ground to you and you looking up in the stands wondering where the ball went like you ain't look at the ground you don't realize what you're supposed to be doing you have completely misinterpreted what you were supposed to do in this situation the foundation of that though was for us like if we misuse our shit can we really be mad at say lady folk when they misinterpret no, because that's why, um, I mean, like, in certain situations, I was having a conversation uh, not too long ago about, like, just even, like, Kanye shit or whatever. And, like, you know, just, mm, granted, I have, I have sat up here and, like, had a lot of conversation about, you know, yes, give the man room to speak. But with who you interact with, with how you're interacting with this person, with what you play yourself on, like, as far as who you are as a person, like, you, especially with certain lady folk, man, like, you got to eat that. You got to eat the person that you presented as. Like, if you presented as, like, you know, like, when niggas go, like, I'm, I'm, I don't never, I'm nobody's baller. All right. I ain't got, I got $2 in my account. I want y'all to, that's all I'm going to tell y'all. But when you a nigga, you like, man, I got it like that. I got it like that. I'm, and then the next couple songs, the next couple conversations, the next couple whatever is, oh, these bitches on me for my paper. Well, my nigga, I'm not going to hold you. She kind of, that's what you... That's what you were selling, and she bought that. So you know you kind of pay like pay up. She didn't. You didn't sell like I'm a decent nigga. You didn't sell that I'm funny. You didn't sell that I'm a nice guy. You sold that I'm a balling ass nigga, and she was looking for a balling ass nigga, and that's what y'all was on. So there you go, a little bit. That that kind of plays into the misuse, right? I'm 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 purposefully misusing my talents because I'm trying to conform into something that somebody else wants me to be. So not only am I misusing my talents, my characteristic traits, my attributes, my whatever, I'm neglecting them as well. I'm thinking that they're not good enough. I'm thinking that they won't take me where they need to take me. I'm not nurturing them. I'm not growing them. I'm not taking care of them in a way that's going to like keep them healthy and pregnant. Like, I'm not doing any of that because that, that ain't good enough. She wants this sticking within that analogy. She likes balling ass niggas. You don't even know if she's worth a balling ass nigga. You just know what she likes. You don't know if she's worth what she's requesting, but you're willing to disregard every aspect of yourself to fit into what her preference is just to get to know her. So you're making a mistake from jump. Go ahead, Corey. Mm-hmm. I, I was just, I was just saying that, that's one thousand percent of what you just said. Um, I, I actually feel like it, it kind of comes down to insecurity, man. You know, uh, you're insecure about whatever, and you feel like you gotta be in the limelight, or you feel like you gotta be what you know society is saying that you gotta be or whatever. Look, just be yourself. And, you know, if it's if, if this is money and stuff that you work hard for, that you earn, you don't got to do none, none of that. You you know what I'm saying? You run it how you how you want to run it. But don't have you don't have to fit into a, a, a certain group where this ball and stuff is crazy. And half these balling dudes is broke. <laughs> they just fall out so much. Now they like, hey, where the money at? Yeah, you. You blew it. Right. right. So it's, you know what I mean? Forget that, man. Listen, invest that money. 
make some more money. And if the girl is worth it and you got to know her a little bit, I mean, I ain't saying ball out on her, but what? But what is she coming to the table with? Like, come on. Oh shit, that's the. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> what she? What oh. she? I mean, she just coming to the table with good looks. Well, that's a. I mean, I'm. We here. Obviously, we're very here for that conversation. Yeah. But that is okay. always just like danger zone nowadays. And like, I don't. I've had a few like because I've even had a few conversations to not come as, if, whether you believe it or not. I don't know, I be coming in hot a lot. But, like, you know, to be, like, not as coming in hot on the conversation because everybody be using that as, like, a way to, like, just to dismiss what we be talking about. But I'm like, okay, why is that a bad question? And that's not saying, like, you know, I feel like that easily gets misinterpreted as, you know, well, you pay for me, man. If if I get you a Birkin bag, you get me whatever the fuck niggas buy. Give me a Rolex or whatever. I'm like, but that's not, but, like, adding value or asking what somebody brings to the table is, like, I have, you know, intrinsic value as a person. Like, I want to know blah, blah, blah. But I want to speak to that baller thing. I want to know why, like, how come niggas don't talk enough about, because I'm not opposed to, like, you know, you getting your shit off, but Mm -hmm. having the conversation about the difference between what is you being actually, like, I am proud of what I got and inspiring and all this other stuff. And you niggas just been living mad insecure for like 20 years. Right. Like this is, yeah. this is your eighth album dog. And like, I know you're rich. It's perfectly fine, but there's no reason for you to have like, sure. Like if you want 48 cars, I got it, but you can only really drive one of them bitches. You're not driving 48 cars regularly. Like right. what about this is insecurity And just you know maybe working on it That ain't saying you gotta throw your money away That ain't Everybody works so extreme but it's like We can't discuss man that some of this shit is You kinda what the fuck Like I mean, this is what the fuck When you think about say it, vulnerability Cause if you're gonna talk about where you came from You're gonna be a little bit vulnerable about it right I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna be transparent Being authentic With where you're coming from is only Popular when you can shit on it after You've gotten away from it a lot of people don't give a shit about their, their where they're coming from until mm. they've gotten something else that is in the complete opposite of that. So I can happily tell you that I come from being broke because I have money now and I can show you how I'm not that pissant nigga that I was before. I'm this now. You're shitting on where you come from as opposed to utilizing it as a platform to say, no, I went through these things that helped mold me and shape me in a way that got me here. So those things are essential to who I am now as opposed to me shitting on where I come from, we lose sight, misuse our attributes. These are things that help shape me. And now I'm looking at them as what am I job liver? Like that's, that's what I'm looking at now. I'm looking at this stuff as it, as if it's a negative, like it's, it's a mole on the middle of my mouth right next to a cold sore. Like that's how I'm imagining it as opposed to looking at it as something that's helped propel me forward. Now we've looked at that in regards to relationships and you're saying, why don't men talk about that more? I would like to paint a different narrative, not even just in romantic relationships, but in your friendship with your boys. Because mm-hmm. we can talk about how, you know, when it comes to men and women, we misuse or misread or misinterpret <clears throat> these narratives of, of characteristic traits and behaviors in one another. Cool. But what happens when it's the people closest to you? So talking about being said, balling ass nigga, thank you for Corey for bringing that up earlier as far as most of them aren't living the life that they're portraying. Love Tupac to death. Didn't have it. Balling Versace shirts and all this other stuff, big herringbone chain, luxury lifestyle, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. But I'm trusting my money to this person that's next to me that's giving me these gifts but taking my money. I misinterpreted the characteristics of the person that was closest to me who's putting me further in the poorhouse and contributed to me getting killed, which is a whole nother conversation. But... I, I misinterpreted all of that for the sake of the luxury lifestyle that really isn't even who I am. I'm an intellectual. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am misusing my attributes to fit into this West Side narrative. But mm-hmm. that's not who I am. I'm misusing everything that, I, that helped get me to this point for the sake of a certain image. And my friends are coercing me into doing it for their benefit. Can I, can I speak to that? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go back to uh, what you were saying about um, speaking from a point of view of where you come from, mm-hmm. right? And 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 you know, a lot of people I know, a lot of people I grew up with, you know, 
we came from some hard circumstances, right? right. Projects, drug infested, crime infested, you know, all that type of stuff like that. So if you if you're fortunate enough to make it out of the hood, right? And you whether you a rapper, singer, ball player, whatever it is that you make it to, and then all of a sudden you come into a lot of money, you know, my thing is when you grow when you when you when you all of a sudden have this money falling in your lap, you had no education absolutely before that. Absolutely. Right? It's just if you went from you went from rags pretty much to riches, mm -hmm. but in between that, you you weren't educated in terms of once this this stuff starts happening for you, what it, like what are you going to do? So, like a lot of black athletes, and I, and specifically black athletes, because I don't really hear too much about it with white athletes, white rappers, white right. whatever. Mm -hmm. It's more I hear a lot of with black athletes. They make hundreds of millions of dollars. And then they go broke after, you know, so many years. And if if, if you don't take the time to, I guess, want to listen to somebody that that was there and knew how to manage your money, knew how to manage certain things, and you just go off on a tantrum, and you think that money gonna last forever? Right. Mm -mm. You went for a rude awakening. Right. So the yeah, so yeah, so it's just kind of like, you know, people definitely have to get educated, and you do have to have some type of control. Uh, and say, yo, I, I know it could be overwhelming sometimes because, yeah, somebody coming to millions of dollars is like, yo, ooh, I can buy this, just take my mom's out the hood, buy a crib. Like, you, you're thinking about all these things you could do, but you're not thinking about how to make this generational. How can we right. ask this wealth on to our kids, our kids' kids? You know, that, those types of things. So a lot of it comes with that that misuse that, that we were just talking about mm -hmm. is because people that never had before. Right. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you have it and now you don't know you don't know what to do with it. You don't know what to do. Yeah, you <laughs> I can tell that up. I can tie that into that, like a bit of that into that A B conversation because him and, and Brandon Marsh were having a really good conversation about how to say deal with conflict, how to deal with somebody trying you. Also just for shits and giggles, anybody who's really interested in that situation, like A B does have like some valid points. But the I thing was like how he handled the situation. And from like a lot of his, what am I trying to say? Um, a lot of his perspective was, you know, coming from where I'm from, which makes sense. Like everybody has their own built in, you know, value system and shit like that from their environment. But I guess being able to, and a part of, I don't know, and part of B Marshall shit was some stuff I agree with and don't agree with, but. Yeah, a little bit. It was just a little, because a little bit of it was being a little, I'm not saying toss your fucking helmet off and throw that shit in or whatever, right. but the idea that you would always be super calm might be a bit of a overshot. But in a certain realm, it's like, yes, you need to be able to, like, just because that's how you handle it from where you're from, understand the shortcomings of where you come from. Right. Like, now you're in a bigger spot. You are, you know, you have time to, like, self-reflect and go, okay, don't let nobody play with you, but also... Don't go to the extreme over here, potentially. Now, I'm not, I don't know. I mean, it seems like his life is not fucking ruined over this, so it's not that big a deal just for example purposes. Though, like, being able to have, you know, the skill set to go, okay, this is where I'm from, but I need to be able to pick apart the good and bad. Because just because I'm from here, we all recognize, like, everything here is not amazing. Right. So I don't need to carry everything from here with me. But also, you know, don't don't lean, you know, there was a there is an argument that like if you're looking at the B Marshall, I'm never big on like at all about leaning so much that you turn into somebody who's capitulating. I'm not with that. Like burn this motherfucker down. Just, you know, use a better match. That's all I'm saying. Like you trying to burn it down with some can of matches or thing of matches when you could have probably waited and got a flamethrower, my guy. Like right. if you're going to do it, do it right. <laughs> and, you know, just be able to take the bits and pieces that you need. Like everybody kind of runs with, I'm from here and this is me. And it's like, but you don't give yourself time to evaluate the area, but also evaluate yourself. Right. I'll, I'll, right. I'll slightly disagree. Slightly. Ooh. Slightly. But first we have people that have said some things in the chat. We're going to let y'all see what they talk Let's about. Let's see. Well, you know, hey, that's what you're selling. You have to, you have to kind of be, you know, with mm -hmm. the the item that you fucking sell it. Thanks, eh? Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Not, Not knowing, knowing your true worth. Okay. 
Bars. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go broke trying to look rich. Thank look y'all. Okay, that, right, that's that's right very right. vocal right. on the on what niggas need to do. Right, right, right. But so my disagreement, my slight disagreement. That's much better. You were saying, don't take everything with you from where you come from. Mm-hmm. My, my would say, yes, take everything with you, but understand how it needs to come with you. Because you can make that excuse all day long. Man, I come from this. I come from that. So you come from not having, right? You come from lack. You come from stretching and knowing how to make things work on a smaller budget. You know how to spend a little bit of money and make it seem like a lot, right? Why aren't you using that skill when it comes to you having a lot of money? You're blowing it on a lot of shit. You're not utilizing the skill that helped shape you into being who you are. You're misusing your attributes. Why? Because it's not glamorous to you. It's not glamorous to me to know how to stretch money, which I saw a similar like meme of somebody saying like Larry Bird, one of the greats, mm. made a ton of money in his career coaching the whole nine yards. He's like, yeah, I drove the same Jeep from damn near start to finish. Different culture understands how to take a certain upbringing with him, even generationally having that passed down to him and move forward. We may not always have that same thing, but we should. The, the 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 teachings are there, but why don't we decide to take that with us in a healthy way? Why do we shun that when we get to a certain point? Even sticking with athletes, white kids, white kid athletes, basketball or football, they grow up in AAU leagues and things of that nature. They go to camps. They also have financial advisors in high mm-hmm. school or their family has a financial advisor or accountant or something in the family. They have somebody teaching them how to get to the next level for us. We don't utilize that. We get taught how to become a better talent. So they are learning how to become owners and we are learning how to become commodities. And it's not helping us in our community at all. We are learning how to not read contracts. We're learning how to get somebody to offer us a contract. But if that contract is shit where you're not getting anything out of it and somebody is taking more from you than you're giving you and you can't see that. I'm just valuing being a hot commodity and it's not until I spend like I'm a hot commodity that I realize I've signed a shitty contract. Then there's a problem. I've given away more than what I'm bringing in on my end and contractually. Whereas the other kid who may not have gotten as far as I did or being the greatest talent as I am, he's understood how to nurture his backup plans along the way. So even if you don't make it all the way to the league and be a top player, you're still making more money than me. How is that possible? Because I'm not spending as much as you. I've been taught generationally how to utilize my attributes. I think that's still like an insecurity thing. Like that's just come from everybody has like, various versions of lack whether it's just community wise personally wise and it's just this i mean you know everybody talks about it and i know like you know things move at their own pace but just like this understanding of like you know stunting here so you can see me look at me look like i'm fuck like i fucking got it as opposed to yeah as opposed to just like hey man like you could just have it like there's a different version of having it i'm not even saying don't you know be able to express because i don't i don't necessarily agree with that like i know like there is power in, you know, whether it's not, not from an ego space, but if you are just like, you know, you look good, even something as simple as you look good, you feel good. Like if you take pride in your appearance, pride in your this and that and the third, but there are, you know, levels to lose shit. Like there's something, yeah. there's one thing to looking good, taking pride in your materials. I enjoy these things because they are a quality product and this, that, and third. But I always think like it's just a simple task of, I don't want to say too simple because I want to undermine that niggas need to pay us for this shit, but <laughs> simply that like, Looking at yourself Like what is my motivation For doing this I like Like nigga Like I could probably If somebody was like You know You want to have a good time Yeah man I could probably like Spend half the money And go to Walmart And get one of those Little Atari things I like PlayStation 5s Like I like The quality and product Of what it gives me I'm not doing it to stunt I'm doing it Because I truly enjoy This particular product And what it gains me So I'm going to pay I don't know What is it $800 Whatever the fuck For this thing However much for the system or console or whatever. Or if somebody like shout out to Breeze. Like when I hear this nigga Breeze talk about shoes, it's like I am into the quality, the history of shoes. I know the fabric. I know whatever. Great. Then, yes, nigga, go buy those shoes because you're for you. It's like an experience of buying art. But if you're out here and your motivation is 
Motherfuckers finna see me in this Now you might have to just You know Just sit Just I'm not saying throw it away I'm just saying sit with that a minute Cause we We, we walking into some bullshit here right. Cause you Now we getting into You maybe making some moves Off some dummy shit Like Do you like this Because it's good Or do you want this Because it's pricey And that's That's right. a That's a different motivation That could lead to a lot of different things That's a complete insecurity <clears throat> Lord Chat Go ahead I wanna I wanna Piggyback off what you just said About about this whole uh, balling and and the reason <laughs> people are doing it. <laughs> so um, I'm the type of person is like this. Like Next. so, I work I work really hard, man. I got you know my job. You know I work hard. I like I like expensive things. You know I do. Mm-hmm. Now I budget though, right? I'm not going to take money for my mortgage and then go, ooh, this money for this mortgage. But guess what? I'm about to go buy this whatever mm-hmm. I, I could care less about you know what somebody thinks about me because i know that if i do something if i buy me something expensive it's all it, it's not to impress nobody i'm doing it just because i felt like i worked hard and yo i deserve this because i don't work hard i work 60 hours this week you know i'm tired but look this, me looking at what i bought myself helps me say you know hey i work hard for that nobody gave it to me mm-hmm Nobody gave it to me. This was just off my hard earned uh, money. I, I just I think the difference is just if you can just have that mindset. I remember my aunt told me a long time ago. She said, "Look, if you work hard, I don't care if you go out. If you want to go out and buy you, a, you know, a pair of socks. Hey, you, you worked hard for that. Buy you a pair of socks. Buy you, you know, a couple t-shirts to go with it, or, w- or whatever the case is. Like it was, you know, it." That kind of stuck with me because it was like, okay, why do we work hard? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, why, why do we do the things that we do? Again, those people that's doing it to impress people and try to fit in a certain crowd, they got issues. Right. They, they need to reassess what they're doing. Absolutely. And, and why they're doing it. You know what I mean? Um, I remember a long time ago when I was a little younger, like, I never thought that I could buy a house. You know, but through some hard work, through some learning from from some other people, I was able to buy a house. Right. You know what I'm saying? That that was a big step for me. I'm not in competition. I'm not. I don't care who buy houses or whatever. That's that's their business. I'm coming like coming from where I come from. It was you know a, a tough road, and hey, I was able to buy a house. So that hey, you know what I mean? Nobody gave it to me. I work hard for it. Congratulations, my guy. Yeah, go ahead. I just want to say congratulations. That's just something I feel like should be bigged up. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that just I feel like that's a really dope accomplishment. So, yeah. And, Appreciate and the mindset to focus on getting it. The mindset to focus. I'm saying the mindset to focus on getting it is is exceptionally important because what's imp- what you're saying is important. Like the, I worked hard for this. I set a goal for it. I figured out how to do it, even if nobody else told me that I could. A lot of us going back to the misusing part, we have the effort and the willingness to do something, but we have a lot of energy that we put into doing it wrong and not figuring out how to do it right. It's a lot of Maseratis and Teslas here in L.A. that's parked in apartment buildings. You can yeah. you can go through Inglewood all day long and you can see some sort of foreign parked at, at but you don't have no property, though. So I, I know how to put forth this effort and work towards getting the material for a superficial reason. But I don't understand that I could put that same effort and ability into getting something that's more substantial. I don't give a damn what car you driving. I own this house. It's mine. Ain't no car you can pull up that's gonna fly. I own this. You don't own. You don't even own the car. You're leasing the car. You're paying rent, and you are gonna look at my car like it's. Please, I own this. You don't. So the effort can sometimes be put in there, but even the effort can be misguided. Even the effort yeah. can be misunderstood. Even the guided can be, you know, well, misguided think, by other people. Yeah, I think that like once again, like knowing your community, knowing where you come from, and just how you put effort in, because you know you might. Shit, I've even heard that shit with the uh, kids you work that you talking to them about a plan to buy a house or a plan for school or a plan for this. And niggas like, I'm a ball out now because you kind of don't know what tomorrow holds. Like, right. I'm, what am I planning for the future for if you've never really had? If I don't it, think that I have one. 
which you know, and like for me, that goes back into kind of bolstering up the goddamn um, AB conversation because mm-hmm. it's like I've seen too many. I've heard them and I've seen dudes that you know didn't have a any type of future, but they're like, I know what I did. I know this sucked. So my whole purpose now is to just, even if it's a conversation, like, well, don't do that. Don't do this. Please do anything in that direction. Because sometimes, like, the conversation comes up where it's like, you know, I did the best I could. Did you? Because you just kind of just told him to do the same shit that you was doing, which is kind of on some, you know, that's whack. Like, you could have just told, bro, look, I went left my whole life. Go right. I don't know what the fuck is right, but I know what's left. Right. That's easy. Like, that's simple. That's enough for me. Like, you did, like, you know, everybody got, uncle, uncle, you did what and where? And that led to what? I'll never do that. I have no idea what this side goes, but I know that shit sounded terrible. So you're telling me. Like, you know, when you, and then when you think about the time frame, like, there is no, like, there's no Tom Brady's of the drug game, nigga. Like, there's nobody to do. Nope. He's been doing this for 14 seasons. That nigga did a season and a half and got 30 years. Like, right. so, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's not, it's, it's some, something simply is, this is what I, I got. Like, one of, like, my uncle used to be like that. He was like, look, man, I, I don't have a lot of, like, positive things in this way, but I know what I did and tripped and fallen. And it's my duty and he would say it just like this. It was very fucking, like, into the world. Like, he's like, it's my duty to let you know, like, these are the trips and falls I made. My, if, no, if my duty is nothing else, it is that you don't trip and fall in these ways. Right. That did a lot for me. So I just feel like that's where motherfuckers still, like, fumble the bag. Because it's like, you see this nigga over here. It take nothing to go, like, don't do that. How do you pay attention to teaching something that you may not see value in? And I know that sounds crazy thinking of like your uncle not seeing value in you enough to tell you the game. But if I'm coming from a mindset of not understanding my worth and my value, I don't Mm -hmm. know about my future and my tomorrow. I'm not going to understand how to see it in you. I see that you have talent going back to the commodity, teaching people how to be a commodity. AB took pride in being a hot commodity, but he didn't take pride in being a quality product. Because a quality yeah. product would have been like, I'm going to solidify this money. You're going to piss me off. You're going to disrespect me. But I'm not going to do anything to get to fuck up my opportunity to make my money because I'm worth this. Right. I am right. worth what you should be giving me. I got a little bit to do to get it, but I should be worth this. And I'm not about to let you derail me from my worth. So I'm going to carry myself in a way that is going to bring me my worth. When I am a hot commodity and I like being a hot commodity, the attention, what do I do? I act in a manner that gets me attention. You don't value yourself. Now that mm. is that is the caveat for the AB thing is that as much as much as he was correct on things like you know OG's not assisting there being like some type of envy with the younger generation um he was right about you know coaches and this is a business you know he was talking about even the CTE thing and he was like this is a business I'm an employee I don't have to you know you wouldn't do you wouldn't treat somebody like this at your regular job and I was like all those things are correct but there are little intricate things in the conversation where it's like and I see that just in like and to me it was a parallel just when you see niggas talk like oh anybody any homie you got in conversation where it's like taking concepts as a way to bolster up bullshit parts of yourself like I ain't gonna take no shit nah this is a moment where you probably could have checked your emotions and handled it in a better way none of that Matt like you know and that's where like it even gets into an ego situation because, like, you didn't want to get played right now. Like, same way you can, I don't know, delay gratification. You can delay smacking a motherfucker in the face so you can make better moves. Like, it's just, right. you know, moving on. It was a lot of moving on impulse because that's what I do. I don't, you know, I'm, what's that shit people say? I was being true to myself. And I don't like people taking some of these phrases and terms that, the shit out of yeah, me. it's like you're using that as a way to, to move in a really, really negative way. And that, you know, people look up to you. People listen to you. People do this, that, and third. And that's, that's what I didn't like. Like, that's one thing that a lot of motherfuckers do. They'll be like, I was being authentic. Nah, you were making excuses for yourself. Right. And you could have moved in a different, more just more beneficial way. Right. Did you understand you're authentic? Because even like with the statement of you saying, man, I ain't taking no shit, right? Mm-hmm. People, we use that commonly. Like, man, don't take no shit from nobody. Don't, don't take no shit, period. But if I'm constipated, I want to take a shit. I want to take shit. I want, I get this out of me. And I say that like in different contexts you may want to take some shit. If somebody's providing you with something that you need, you want to take some of their shit, right? Mm -hmm. 
I want you to give this to me. So you're using this generalized term, but you're not understanding which context you should understand it in. You're just automatically building this wall and saying, I ain't taking no shit from nobody. But do you understand if they're giving shit or they're giving you some shit that'll help propel you forward? You don't understand the context of what you're rejecting. You don't have the wherewithal to understand it. You didn't ask no context questions to let me let me help. I don't know. I don't know if this is an insult or what, but clarify this for me. Because if you're telling me fuck me and that's what you want to say is fuck me, you can just say fuck me that way. I understand. I'll I'll Mm. tell you I'm not smart enough to understand what you're saying to hear the real true version of what you're trying to say, as opposed to me rejecting it because my ego tells me this is a negative and then I missed an opportunity that could have helped me get further than where I am now. Let me let me comment in in on that real quick. I hear exactly what you're saying. And as uh, you know, and I see this more going on in the black community where we're so emotional, right? And the emotions get the best of us and it can get the best of us at any time. Mm-hmm. Don't even care about where you at mm-hmm. or what, what position you're in and what title you hold. That means nothing when it comes to your emotions. Yeah. And I, and, and I, I think, um, when you're an adult, you have to channel those emotions in a different way. Yeah. Not just listen. You can still get your point across. You can still handle your business. You can still show that you're not a punk, right? You can still show, you know, look, I'm not going to be trampled over. Mm-hmm. I'm not a pushover or whatever. You have to do it in a much professional way and in an intelligent way. Right. That's it. We're not saying, yo, you know, sit there and take those slaps. Look, look, just 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 when you when you come back, just come back smarter. Right. Come back, you know, just, just kind of hold on to the emotions, but just channel it in a different way. Now, I want to go back to something we were, we were talking about earlier, as far as uh, the, the the ballers, the, the balling thing. Right, right, right. I'm a, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a little bit of background on on me a little bit. Um, my mother and my father were were street. They were street hustlers. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, this is when I was a little kid. You know, once that life was over for them, I had uh, I asked my mother and my father. I said, look, I said, you know, all that money y'all was making at that time. I said, why y'all ain't like putting none of that money up for us or just putting the money up just for a rainy day or maybe take some of that money that y'all was making and invest some of it or something like that. So. Uh, my mother and my father had pretty much the same answer. My mother told me she was like, uh, when you're young and you got money coming in so much, so quick, so fast, you think the money's just never going to run out. It's going to last forever. And, yeah. And my father pretty much, when I asked him, he said the same thing. He just said, yo, he said the money was coming so fast, you, you feel like you got a lot of time. And you don't have to worry about those important things right now. You can you can deal with that later. But right now, they were just just enjoying it for the moment. And that money was was coming so quick, they didn't even think about the consequences of, you know, hey, I can get caught, go to jail. I can it's all these things. That they wouldn't even that didn't even cross their mind. And I'm saying to myself, how how you gonna be in the street? You know, and not think about what could possibly happen to you. Now you right. now you're talking about I got a brother. Now you know, now you're talking about you got you got two kids that y'all supposed to be taking care of, but how who gonna take care of us now? Y'all locked up. Like right. you know just just and, and I think a lot of these athletes and these rappers and a lot of these these people like that, they're spending money and it's it's a thing of, hey, I'm rich this i got money and they think they're just gonna keep having it without a plan you know what i mean without a plan type of thing and that's that's dangerous that's dangerous it kind of goes back to what you said earlier about there's no tom brady's in the drug game Mm -hmm. because if if you just take a second and look at the people that came man it's gonna last forever we're gonna be getting money forever like who what example do you have of that 
Rap, right. Rappers have examples of rappers that went broke because they signed shitty contracts. Mm-hmm. And you jump in and sign the same 50-50 contract <laughs> thinking that you're going to... No, you dummy. There's plenty of examples that you didn't pay attention to. Why right. didn't you pay attention? Same with the drug game. I know at some point, even if I go on a run, which it would be miraculous for me to be balling out for five to six years without getting pinched, something's going to happen at some point. I don't want to wish that on myself, but if I have kids, if a deal goes bad and I get killed, it ain't even got to have nothing to do with jail. Just something can happen to me. I don't want to have an offshore account. I don't want to have money stashed (laughs) somewhere that will grow for them just to take care of them in case some shit happened to me. I don't think that, like, you're not looking at the examples before you. You don't have to talk to them to see that. Like, I ain't never sold no drugs. I can look and be like, yeah. But I'm st- that I'm, ain't a good track record for none of them. I think that, and I'm trying to figure out, like, if it was just, is a skill set to teach, like, you know, this idea of, you know, Hove did this, you didn't have to go through that. But mm-hmm. that's a skill set to learn to go, oh, I watched this nigga trip and fall going to he walked over there and stepped in that. I'm not going to walk there for some reason. There is a disconnect where we are not. A lot of us don't have the ability to go. Everybody thinks they're going to walk that path and walk it different. Nigga, that's one. It's a one lane. You like it. But there's a whole bunch of different freeways and ways to get to the city. You're specifically taking this route, knowing full well this motherfucker went this way. Everybody thinks they're going to go that way differently as opposed to I'm not going to go that way at all. I understand that there are definitely a good percentage that literally don't have a choice. Like I'm in a bind. I need to make money. I need to eat. I need to whatever. But there is another there's another demographic that's like, oh, okay. I'm going to go do what he did. Like, why would you do that, nigga? Like, you completely saw. My daddy serving 25 years. My uncle serving 30. My granddaddy doing and life. Ad- and I think I'm going to live the same lifestyle and come yeah. on unscathed. Don't adjust nothing. Like, okay, nobody says, I'm going to do this for this long. Or I'm going to do this with this goal. It just it looked that way in the movies. But you just always hear like, hey, man, like, you was y'all was really fucking it up for like a good. Let's I'll give you like eight months. Like, why didn't you have a. I just, but you knew, like, but there was all the, yeah. All right, well, fuck it then. Daddy had kids as a teenager. Mm. Obviously, my mama was said teenager with him. That <laughs> other, my grandmama, everybody had kids early, but I'm in high school out here fucking chasing all the pussy that I can, thinking that I'm going to be invisible, invincible, and it's not going to happen to me. Yeah. That, ha- that's ha- happens commonly in our community. Choosing the wrong individual, choosing the wrong circumstances when you have examples in front of you that are like, hey, stupid. <laughs> you know this can happen. Right? That ain't going to happen to me. Arrogance. Right. Arrogance. Ego. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Ego take over. Like you said, Corey, as far as being emotional, we forget that being arrogant, that is an emotional quality that one can display. Get you that, in trouble every yeah, time. That's when you overvalue well, yourself. You you overvalue yourself so much that you don't even understand that that value has the potential to drop at some point. That's the danger with just air, with like the A B thing, but just with anybody with a lot of this. And this is not a stance to not know your worth. Everybody should, but knowing your worth, you should literally know what that is. And that doesn't mean that there's. I'm not saying there's no ceiling on what your worth can become, right. but there is just being self aware, which is a kind of around what this conversation has been like. Just understanding like are you being confident or is this now teetering on arrogance and i know that a lot of us will say like you know you got to be a little arrogant because you might have seen somebody get popular or make good moves being flashy and it's like no man you have to conquer your fear that's not arrogance that's like i'm gonna believe in myself to the nth degree but misinterpreting and once again misusing and confusing all of these concepts is again what comes back to fucking us all in the ass and not in the way you want if that's what you're into. Right. But um <laughs> like just like yeah, you just going like, you know, I am, you know, the baddest motherfucker ever. Now you get arrogant. And arrogance is how you just bite off just a little more than you can do. It ain't nothing it ain't nothing wrong with being I don't know, man, I'm not gonna say hum- humble, just being honest. I can only bite off this much. Right. That's cool. That's cool. Chew that motherfucker, bud. <laughs> Even look, like I said, looking looking at the examples around you. Say with, for instance, in rap, everybody mm-hmm. says they're the best. Who doesn't say they're the best? <laughs> Who doesn't say I got the game in a chokehold? Everybody says that. Even when you broke on your mixtape, you saying it like you you ain't nobody yet. But everybody says it. So Shout what's out. 
Hold on, before you finish that point, I want to shout out to my man Jadakiss for killing it on the verses. Right. Oh, yeah, my guy. Monster. And he is a little bit. He's definitely confident. Right. But he's teetering on his in his lyrics. <laughs> but but he, the best, but he's able but, to back it up. That that was but, my point. Like even yeah. with Wayne. Wayne said I'm the best rapper alive since the best rapper retired. And he was saying that long before he had the status, but he put out mixtape after mixtape after mixtape after mixtape after feature. He put the work in, like you were saying earlier, Corey. He put I understand what I need to do to be able to claim this title and mm-hmm. I'm putting in the effort to do it. Somebody Absolutely. else doesn't have the track record I do, and you claiming the best is because you were a hot commodity, not a valuable, high quality product. Yeah, people saying like like even using the Wayne thing as far as and like in hip hop, niggas be like, "I'm the best." I got this. Like you have a hot song, but I've I've I I remember anywhere from the ages of, and this is a stupid long like t- if we think about this in hip hop years, dog. Like anywhere from the ages of fifteen to like what 20 like everything wayne touched like first of all those the the, the mixtape era of of the carters was a motherfucker right. then when the carter dropped lit there wasn't a car on my campus fuck every that every it was one day every single car was playing this album so yes nigga you can say you can absolutely 100 percent say confidently i'm the best thing fucking walking you niggas that got a tiktok dance is is not the same not saying y'all can't be great but that's not the it's just not the same shit right you got to go they out come, there and you got to prove it. The different eras, the different time, and the music now is just, they're just different. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a right. whole lot of arrogance and not a lot of work, to be honest. Yeah. Because even in the yeah. 80s, like, if you wanted to prove you was the best, all right, get on to the corner, let's battle. Let's see who's the I put up or shut up. Like let's find out right now. It ain't about who's being you can have all the gold chains with the Mercedes emblem all you want to. But if you can't yeah. spit in this cipher, you ain't shit. So bring it back it up. In every way. Like as much as Eddie like, okay, even Eddie Murphy, as much as he was fucking knocking shit down when it came to fucking uh comedy and movies, that nigga said something about music. That nigga Rick James said, well, record the motherfucker, prove it. That nigga had to go in there and drop a hit song, which is right. fucking wild, but, like, it happened. Hey, like, party all the time, baby. Like, a, you know what? That's <laughs> fuck this song I was finna play. Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's how you gonna close it out. Hell yeah. Party all the time. But even that, even taking a step out, if I say that I'm good at something, I'm willing to risk embarrassment to be able to do it. I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is, and I'm going to prove it. That means something. When you think that you can get up there, like like Corey mentioned the verses, you can get out there and dip set it and think because you flashy and you look good and you ain't had no preparation, you don't have no craft to what you're doing, you wouldn't take pride in it, you were happy to be a hot commodity and not high quality, what happened when you stepped against somebody that was willing to work and be high quality? You got a foot put in your ass. There is no way. This is... Like we're getting to the end here, folks. There is yeah. no way that we out party this this generation. Like Absolutely I know for a not. fact, there is nothing I've ever done that beats my father. And I'm on a white tees and, and snaps. Fuck no. Like partied like my father in his twenties with this, with this is nothing. With leather outfits, oh no shirt under, chest hell, out, sweating. I don't. In a I kid you not. I'm dead serious. As a millennial and below, there is zero shit that we can do as a group to fuck with what this 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 here. Yeah, niggas be making fun of Eddie Murphy and like let out. This was crazy shit. Absolutely. Stuff, motherfucker. Bowls of stuff in the party. I'm not gonna lie. Time machine, motherfuckers be going back to 18. I'm going back to 1980, and that's it. I don't need anything else. <laughs> Maybe the 70s. But that's it. Like, there's nothing else. Y'all not gonna beat this. The, the night they had probably filming this shit was some shit of legend. It, uh, absolutely. And he's. Rick is in charge? Look at this. Oh yeah, they like they like Mike was probably I mean not my fucking Eddie was a little sober right here. After this not paying Look at her. She ain't even got no bra, just right. titties wiggling. That's wonderful. Like but, but not paying attention. He was telling us that this was a problem. Like paying attention to certain women is not a good thing. And what we just shoo-shooed it away and laughed and look at what are we chasing now? The women that like to party all the time. Not me, but I ain't got well, it. Not not over here, but in general, we like the Instagram girls just out showing <laughs> Hot commodities. 
The close for business sign goes out on this dick at 10 o'clock. <laughs> so I'm not doing none of that shit. You want to come over? It's 1130. They, I'm not even about to let you know I saw this. Hey, shit. look, I, like, the do not disturb mode on the phone. Absolutely. Look, 10 o'clock, bro. If you're not trying 11, to get. 11, my screen goes black and white. Ain't nothing else for me to see. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Nobody, okay, so, Lord Chad, you in Cali. Yeah. You in Cali. You in Cali too? Uh, mm-hmm. What, uh, LA? Yes, sir. I used to stay out there. Oh, sure. Let them know if you got anything you trying to uh, pop off, man, before we get up out of here. Yo, man, I salute y'all, man. And, um, yo, y'all stay in touch with me, man. You know? No, man, we, we appreciate you, bro. We definitely do. We appreciate the support, Corey. Thank you for coming on the show and participating. Per usual, Zay, D, fucking gang. Thank y'all. Anybody else that was in the, uh, the opposite chat, thank y'all for supporting as well. We no will be there. back. <laughs> we'll be back on Monday with another episode of the Jada Pod. Enjoy the rest of y'all weekend. See y'all later. This some of fucking Eddie, y'all. Going out right on the high note when he holding it, holding it, still holding it, still holding it. He yeah. meant that he was trying to, I boy. All of that. Eddie says, "Y'all not gonna fucking play Stay with me." Boy. Like I'm a goddamn artist. <laughs>